The Daily Beat for Tuesday, August 1 with Betty Kankambwedu. 18-year-old Maxwell Afel has been convicted by the Achimota District Court and handed a fine of 40 penalty units for his involvement in stealing and possessing stolen electricity meters belonging to the electricity company of Ghana. The arrest took place after the Achimota Mal 7 police patrol team apprehended the accused who pleaded guilty. In the event of failure to pay the fine, the convict will serve a four-month jail term. During the court proceedings, the prosecution presented evidence that the accused, now convicted, confessed to removing the meters that were installed sold for households and subsequently selling them to other customers at various locations. Reacting to the conviction, Dr. Marco Usuansan, the Revenue Protection Manager of ECG Accra West Region, expressed concern over the alarming increase in such criminal activities. He highlighted that this growing menace was significantly impeding the company's ability to deliver quality services to its customers. Former minority leader and MP for Tamale South, Haruna Idrisu, is urging the state to criminalize unexplained wealth in the country. Idrisu also urged that the burden of proof of unexplained wealth should be shifted to the accused person. Contributing to the discussion on the floor of parliament on Tuesday, August 1, the MP indicated that it has become necessary to do that as part of the fight against corruption. The former minority leader was commenting on the approval of Deputy Special Prosecutor Cynthia Lamte, who has been renominated by the president for another term. Because of the high office we all occupy, that when you engage in conduct that raises eyebrows, this parliament must rise up to the occasion, review our criminal legislation and review, which has always been the position of the majority leader, the Honorable Osai Chimesa Ponsu. Our asset declaration regime must be reviewed in total. President Okufuado has unveiled an ambitious approach to address the housing crisis in Ghana through the launch of the revised National Affordable Housing Program. Under this program, the government aims to construct 8,000 housing units within a record time of 18 months. This initiative is based on a strategic public-private partnership model, the first of its kind in affordable housing in Ghana. As part of the partnership, the government will allocate land and provide essential infrastructure, while private sector developers will take charge of the construction of the housing units. This mutually beneficial cooperation is expected to accelerate the development process and ensure that more Ghanaians have access to affordable housing. The partnership demonstrates government's commitment to fostering strong public-private collaborations that yield tangible and inclusive results for our people. Additionally, the president revealed that the government is actively exploring ways to maximize the potential of the Saglemi housing project. He said cabinet has directed the Ministry of Works and Housing to explore the possibility of transferring the Saglemi project to a private entity that can complete the construction and make the housing units affordable to Ghanaians at no further cost to the government. Completing the Saglemi project requires an estimated additional expenditure of $116 million, an amount that the government is currently hesitant to expend. Currently, an approval has been given by the Public Procurement Authority for a transaction advisor to be procured to lead the process of identifying a suitable private sector entity with the requisite technical and financial capability to complete the project. 
As part of its efforts to decongest the bustling metropolis, the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly has joined forces with the police to enforce a ban on tricycles from entering the central business district. The ban officially came into effect on Monday, July 31, with the objective of improving traffic flow and creating a more organized urban environment. Despite initial attempts at voluntary compliance with the ban, it became apparent that further measures were necessary to ensure full adherence. As a result, the KMA sought the assistance of the police, leading to a significant presence of law enforcement personnel, including the military, in the designated areas to strictly enforce the ban. The enforcement has resulted in the arrest of 10 tricycle riders who were found violating the ban. That's it for the Daily Beat for Guest 1. I'm Betty Kankambwedu. Catch you on the next episode.